Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I heartily endorse this event or product. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Now there's where Jeff and Duda fail to rise to the occasion. (laughs) I'm going to say this again. This show should be called Bob Knows. Jeff Lutz. If he sent his clips to another station trying to get a job, they'd say no. And they'd say, well, that, that, that <laughs> other guy, he sounds funny and much younger. Hey, listen, listen. There's a phone call for you. In Jason Duda. For today, anyway. I, I hope so, because he's going to be talking to one idiot right here. I know what you mean. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. You rockers ready to roll? We are back, hour number two, Bob and Jeff here on KFH Radio, the three-man booth today with our friend Jason Duda, our other friend. Not that we'd only have two, although Jeff might. Um, Mike Furches celebrating a birthday today. Oh, how old's Mike today? I don't know how old he is. 81. Now, Whoa. see that? 81 years really? old. That kind of stuff is not appreciated. Looks pretty good for 81. Does he? See what? That's why you don't have any friends. We Maybe. went through that yesterday. Uh, we did. Did you? Here's what I want to know. Did you introduce yourself to anyone at our ceremony yesterday? Did, did you, I introduce myself? Yeah. Or was any? Did anybody introduce themselves to you? Yeah, I talked with uh, uh, Joe Gear, who introduced himself to me. I don't think I'd ever met him in person. Okay. Uh, Ryan Beatty. Ryan Beatty, who you you know from, uh, he was a little older than you, but not much, right? A couple years older, I think. From his time at North High. Yeah, and then he went over to Northwest. Right. But, man, if he had been on some of those North teams, just I wish he could have seen what we all saw. And I obviously left, too. but uh, Well, you went to live in Ohio. Right. But we, uh, we were calling state champions 2000. Uh, from the beginning of freshman year. Anyway, also, um, Kevin, Kevin Jenks. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. But nobody that you had. Well, Bonnie. Well, Bonnie being uh, from Women of Wichita, who they've been a very supportive organization. So Bonnie Bing was there. Uh, it's always great to see Bonnie. Yeah. Uh, she I told her my about wife, Bonnie. Cookie, which is, uh, I love cute. that. You know, her maiden name is Cook, so she's Cookie. And she is famous for cookies. If she was a hockey player. 100%. Cookie. Yep, guaranteed. (laughs) No doubt about it. Uh, All right. But, no, I did not uh, meet anyone new, if that's what you're asking. You didn't walk up to somebody and say, hey, I'm Jeff Lutz. Nor would I ever. 
Because why would they care? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I shook so many hands yesterday. It was Well, they know who you are. Well, they know who you are most likely. No, they likely. don't. And, again, why would they care? It's not that they care. It's just a social... Okay, but why gathering. do I need to... In, I'm not saying you need to. I'm just... Well, it just know. doesn't make any sense to me. They could be talking with other people. What am I going to do? Hey, about that uh, speech up there. I don't have anything to say. Like, I don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can hear it now. I'm struggling even to get through some sentences. Right, well, Duda? I, I can Bail me out. I don't know if I can out. bail you out. I mean, you know, it's a, it's always an opportunity when you you know when you have those chances, and I guess it's fine. But you know, maybe your daughter wants to get into the theater. She's going to have to learn to to hobnob a little bit. I'm not worried about her. Well, that's wonderful. That that, that that's good to know. You're not worried about her. Um, not worried about her because she can handle it. Yes. Okay. What well, did you think well, I meant? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You just, you know, you introduce yourself to some people. Aaron's you... going to do whatever she wants to do. I'm, I have no concerns about her future. You make the rounds. You, you, you talk to some people. You, you know, maybe make some connections. Maybe you're now at KWCH. Maybe you find out about a story idea. You know, the more people you talk to, everybody has a story. Everybody. Uh, but if you don't, if you're not curious about it, uh, then how do you uh, how do you determine the stories? What do you think of this terrible story idea that I've had? Well, no, I want an answer to what I just. What was said. the question? Duda. Yeah, I don't know the question either. <laughs> what What's your terrible story idea? It's I don't. You're gonna. It sounds great in my head, so pick it apart if you want to. Right? I'll let Duda handle. There's it. pretty good chance that will happen, but it's good then you'll know where you're at. We're going out to our local cemeteries and finding really unique headstones, and finding those people's families and talking about not only the person, but how did we come up with this headstone or something interesting written on it? Just uh, telling these stories. Well, you gotta have a tie-in to that. And that would have been Memorial Day. Uh, so, well, I was thinking of it, just doing it like a series. It's still kind of telling the, a little bit of history of Wichita, just through different people. We got to have know. a you got to have a better connection than just going out and doing a story on headstone. You got to have that a is connect. the story. Well, you you wanted me to pick come it apart. About? I'm telling you. Okay, but your my immediate reaction to that is you just start doing a story on headstones. It's it's uh, I don't get it. But if you have a tie-in to it, if you the have... The tie-in is, how? wow, that's cool. I wonder how that... I wonder how they designed that, or I wonder why that person is buried under that, or did they choose that? I think it could be interesting. Just find four or five Thoughts, of dudes? them. I don't know. What'd don't you know. do? Just... I kind of... Yep. That's fantastic. You got nothing? Uh, it might be interesting, but I... I don't know. It, that That's would require a, a strong I, connection to why you're doing it. Yes, I, I think I agree with that part of it. I think what you're what you're thinking could be interesting. It could be, but you. I agree but not, with Bob. Not on a local television. It's got to have. It would a, be written. Tie-in. It's all written. Yeah, just like a written. You know thing. what you need to do? What is get back to your thing that you were Wichita's doing? Wichita's finest. Yeah. I know, but. And I feel so bad. You I've need got, to because I've got an hour and forty minutes of Joe Hour on the cutting room floor, and just no time. You got to do that. You got to make time. 
and I feel horrible, but I just, I don't know when to do it. I have one day off, right? And I try to utilize well, that. Well, either you, you ask management if you can utilize some of your time toward doing that. Because you can't, uh, we're having this discussion here. Nobody cares about this. Yeah, but they you do. You can't start things and then just abandon them. It wasn't. It that drives I'd... me crazy. I did there three. You go. I did three of them. And you can't abandon them. Well, I'll talk. Uh, That's a good to... idea. People like that stuff much better than look at this headstone. Well, who no. was this person? You like you just said, everyone has a story. So why can't I? Even dead people. Have it would a story. have to be so compelling, and I don't. I don't know. I. I think it. <laughs> why do I say this? I, you would. It would be. You no. I don't like it. There you go. We'll just uh, we'll just well, say I, that I, because I don't think it can be pulled off. Of course, I can pull off anything. Now it's a challenge. Yeah, I don't think it's compelling enough. I think you can do it. Of course, I can. I don't think it's compelling. I think you're upset you didn't think about it. No, think of it. There's some there's some things I would say that not this one. I I like the idea of going to uh, the grave sites of. Uh, former major league players What's the difference I, because they're interesting well we don't know that these people well, aren't interesting. yeah they, those are interesting to you but they're not going to maybe be interested to the masses it's never like, going to be uh, interesting like to Hornsby every single Bend, person texas i keep i keep telling you that's a go gold mine that's a gold mine because rogers hornsby yes i think there's a story there why i just well he's one of the best players in the history of the game not much is known about him uh He's buried in a place called Hornsby Bend, Texas. Uh, it's a small little town, and obviously in Texas, in the southern part of, of Texas. I think that's compelling. It's been compelling to me for many years. Well, I would. I'm. Uh, I'm Je little... Jim uh, Jim Nodigal buried over at uh, Pleasant well, you know, Cemetery. I don't know. It, well, if he has a cool headstone. And again, I could go find 10 of them and look up all of their obituaries and find which person is the most quote unquote interesting. I think everybody's interesting, but uh, I don't know. That's just my thought. So you're going to drive through cemeteries looking for interesting headstones? Uh, it's a possibility. And you don't have time to finish Joe Our story. Well, Joe Our story, <laughs> I have to interview. I make some pretty decent points, people. don't I? When am I going to do it? When you're driving through head, looking for headstones? Yeah, but that's two interviews, probably, or three of this person's family. How many hours are you going to spend driving through a cemetery looking for interesting headstones? There's, they're everywhere, so not that many. Hmm. Very interesting. You're Is going... it very interesting? The conversation and what he's thinking in his head is interesting. Will the story be interesting? Well, now not I've been talked out of doing it. I've, I'm not the type of person who gets discouraged from doing something and then is like, I'll show him. Uh, I'm the type of person who gets discouraged from doing something and then I'm like, well, I must be, I'm just an idiot. Wichita's finest, that's a good idea. That one we should push and continue to do. Those have been very good. They should be accompanied by an on-air piece. Uh, headstones of Wichita, I don't see it, frankly. I don't see it. Nobody really wants to know. I don't. I could think... see it. I I see that. I don't see it. I don't think I you're right. The, I can see what he. I can see where he's going. Like, look at this headstone. Who is this person? 
let's let's make Think some calls it. and drive around more. It makes sense. This person died but in 1868. The problem, the problem is, is that you might run into 50 headstones and not find a really decent story. Possible. But again, everyone has a story. You know, when I um, interviewed long ago, 15 years or, ago or so, one of the four, uh, a spot in the Hutch News, one of the things they had me do in my interview was just interview somebody in the newsroom and write a story about them. Now, well, sure. That, that, that's a good technique. That has nothing to do with but, it. Where you're going to run into your problems is the whole headstone thing. Why? It just not, it, that's, it's just not going to work. I don't agree, but okay. That's my opinion. Wichita's finest works. Get back to it. <laughs> I'll try. Well, I mean, I'm being honest. Well, that's fine. I, you I'm, got no I'm problem being honest. That's compelling. Headstone's not compelling. I completely disagree, but that's just me. We find uh, different things compelling. I well, guess. because you're you're in your head, you're creating this uh, this uh, unrealistic uh, reality where, oh, this headstone belongs to Joe Johnson. He died in uh, 1911. Uh, that's a heck of a headstone. I think I'll delve into Joe Johnson. Can't find anybody who knows Joe John. I'm not thinking of somebody who died in 1911. Okay, not eight, 1975. Um, I don't know. I don't know where you're going with it. And this is what I'd say as a managing editor. I'd say I, I, I kind of see what sparked an interest, but I don't think this is going to work as a television series. It's not a television series. I don't think it's going to work as a. I, I'd much rather see Wichita's finest. Well, what that's what I'm going to tell you. I think we need to see one and then make a decision. <laughs> I kind of already made one. Well, then you don't have to read it. But you got to be open-minded. You have to give the give it an opportunity. You can't just shut it down right away and you haven't seen it. That's not right either. That's just like having an opinion and then someone else having an opinion and you're just blowing them off saying it doesn't matter what you say, even though they might be making more points that make sense compared to what you think. I don't think that's right either. Well, all I'm relying on is uh, my entire life in this business. So probably a bunch of veterans out there that have cool headstones. I don't know. Just... We'll tie it to Veterans Day then. Well, I don't know that they're veterans. That's the problem. I'm just a... well. You'll be able to tell who tell find out who the veterans are. Uh, write about uh, Wichita's most interesting veterans. Uh, if you want to do something compelling, but just to pick a random headstone, give me a break. It's man. not just a I'm random headstone. Twenty minutes talking about this. It's not a I'm random it. headstone. You're wrong. I'm done. You're wrong. This is not going to work for you. Yeah, I love you. No, I'm going to make it work. I love people who try to make things work. Thank you. But I'm now. I'm now done with this. Well, maybe Debbie you may will write come about down. me if you keep talking about well, it. Well, I would never. And my head's headstone. My voice is starting to go. And, this is uh, awesome. And you I just, think you do it. I you got to do one. And you just lost yourself an obituary writer. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't care. It would not compelling. Uh, I'll oh. write it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Here lies Bob. <laughs> That's twice we brought this up in one show. <laughs> I don't really uh really need that. L well, listen, you look, at the very start of this whole conversation you said I want to know how you feel about it. But I want you to pick it apart, not just crush it. I picked it apart. Okay, well, I didn't expect. And I, and I made it clear what I think that Wichita's finest should be your priority.
Well, I would because love because that works. I would love to have a. That's priority. a proven winner. Says who? Says me. But why? Well, based because on because it's good stuff. Well, I, and it's highlighting people in town uh, who deserve the recognition instead of dead people who have been uh, in their corpse or their casket these, for decades. The, okay, well, you wouldn't write about a cool piece of architecture? Like, this is something that is standing in your city, right? That, wow, that's cool. I wonder, I wonder how that happened. I wonder how that person You know got what? It. If you want to pursue this, call the cemeteries and tell them your idea and see what they say. What architecture do you have in your cemetery that you think could be a compelling story, uh, Rest Haven? Uh, I'll just go through and look at it myself. No, you, that's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. Why? They'll I, know a lot more than you do. I got to agree with Bob on this. It saves you a lot of time. Well, I can find and then ask. Oh, the kid. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you just kind of see what I'm saying? Well, after however many years we've been doing this, I kind of see both of you guys now. So I get both sides. So I understand where you're going. I understand where he's going. Get some help on it I, if you want to pursue it. But yeah, I don't think get an ally. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting a, a hair of help to see if something would be that compelling, and the people there would probably know. So it'd take you a few phone calls, and then you'd know where you were at. Yeah. Then I you drive out idea. there, and then if you don't like that one, then you can drive around and see if there's something else you see. It's just something they're going to they're gonna give you a much better head start on this than just trying to take it on your own and driving through cemeteries. Please, time for a break. Uh, let's Drive get through the, whatever I want. Let, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'll be looking for a drive through cemetery if we talk about this much longer. You already used that joke. <laughs> Celeste Rosette, candidate for Wichita mayor and a strong Century 2 proponent, will be our guest next. We'll talk with her. It's Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, Jason Duda. A Friday edition, Bob and Jeff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
This song is Beverly Hills. It's from Weezer. Max loves him some Weezer. Yeah, he does. Uh, we have Celeste Rosette joining us. She's a candidate uh, for mayor in the city of Wichita. Of course, we'll uh, get to that election coming up in uh, in the fall. Hello, Celeste. Hi. How's it going out there? I see we're getting some rain. Well, it uh, yeah, we're down in uh, my basement, so I can't really tell. But, yeah, it, uh, it's supposed to rain here. Uh, we wanted to get you on because we're discussing Century 2 this week. And uh, we've talked with a couple people, and we this is a theme we're going to continue to follow. Uh, but I know that part of your uh, mayoral campaign is as a, as an avid supporter of Century Two. Uh, just just give us uh, in a nutshell uh, your belief, Celeste, on what needs to happen to Century Two. Sure, thank you for asking. I appreciate it. As with any of our public buildings, we need to take care of them. And Century 2 has been um, neglected, let's say, for probably 20 years, just like the former public library, which sits empty, has been neglected for 20 years. And the Wichita Ice Center has been neglected under private management, and you all probably know that. So it seems to me before we build new buildings and expand the footprint of what the city employees have to take responsibility for we need to take care of what we already have and century two is a unique building just like the brutalist library in that one block area you've got some really cool one-of-a-kind buildings like the carnegie library sedgwick county historic museum we need to just take care of them and use them as what they were designed for community centers where it's inexpensive to have exhibits and it's inexpensive to go to concerts to do plays in Mary Jane Teal and take care of the buildings. So we've had two guests, the directors of the Symphony and Music Theater Wichita, who've both said that uh, Century Two has lost its use, youthful or usefulness. Sorry, uh, and our and our last guest from the Music Theater Wichita said it's it's difficult to operate there. Uh, it's it's hard to move in and out. So how much of I don't know if you've heard that feedback or talked to any of those people, oh, but sure. how much do those sure. opinions kind of weigh what how you feel and what you think? Well, let me just say this. This is the same group of people that said Hamilton can perform there. And who's there this week? Hamilton. And I'm so excited. My husband and I have tickets for Sunday, and we're looking forward to the performance. Now, it does need work. I don't deny that. The building's been neglected. It could be soundproofed. They just approved Tuesday upgrading the Wi-Fi. The dressing rooms in the basement need to be updated. The building has been neglected, so it does need some upkeep. I agree to that. As far as not being able to hold performances there, not only is Hamilton coming, but when I've been a music theater attendee for many years, I've noticed that a lot of the sets are going to computer projections to save costs on sets being transported. So I really think that times are changing a little bit and we need to update our expectations for music theater. Another benefit of Century 2 is you can build sets there. So that's how we get a lot of the Disney productions that have come to Music Theater of Wichita. We can build and maintain the original sets right there on Century 2. So I think it hasn't outlived its usefulness. Celeste, is is it cost-effective just to try to upgrade Century 2, 
or is it almost to the sure. point where you're going to be spending that money um, to maybe do something else? Or is it is well, it feasible to say that we can actually do this at a cost that's not going to break the bank? Well, here's two things that people don't know about. It's really hard to find the finances that the city spends money on. But do you know Ruffin actually scrapes Century 2 revenue for meeting rooms and food and beverage into the Hyatt Hotel? Probably didn't know that Ruffin got that sweetheart deal when he bought the Hyatt. And another thing is, now that it's on the historic registry, you can get 25% tax credits to offset the cost of any architectural plans or studies or upgrades or repairs to the building. And that's something they didn't have and didn't apply for years ago when they started letting the building deteriorate that helped offset the cost. So yes, it's a fully depreciated building. All you have to do is maintain it and upgrade it. You've got tax credits. And we should renegotiate why Ruffin continues to scrape that revenue out of Century 2. Did you all know that? Uh, no, we we were not aware of that. Celeste Reset joining yeah. us, the uh, candidate for Wichita mayor. So yeah, I mean, uh, how much uh, how much is Century Two, Celeste, a part of your platform? Is it is it the major reason you're running for mayor? Uh, because no, uh, we we need to, in my not, opinion, and I, I, let me finish uh, this okay, question, sorry. and then I do yep, want you yep. to address it. In my opinion, sure. we desperately need to develop the East Bank uh, here in Wichita. It's been a need for uh, for forever. Uh, and to me, it just feels like if we don't do something, we're going to let an opportunity get, get by us. How do you feel about East Bank development? Well, I'm going to point you to the development we just signed a contract for. For a dollar an acre, we sold land along the ballpark to development groups, and to Jordan Corbett, who is the first owner of the ballpark. And in four years, what have they done to put in restaurants and office space and hotels on the West Bank? Nothing. And what has water? Well, I didn't done? ask you about the West Bank. I asked you about the well, East Bank. The West Bank's an, an entirely why, but, different subject. But let me finish. That's why I'm running, because I've looked at the financial agreements and the contracts we've signed for development, and I cannot believe the missteps we've made because of lack of financial acumen or contract negotiations to hold developers accountable when we sell them our public land cheaply, and they don't do what they promised to do. Doesn't that bother you? Yes, it I'm also bothers me that we have not made any movements on the East Bank, uh, which was my point of contention. The West Bank is a separate argument. I do happen to believe that things will change now that the ownership over there with the, with the uh, wind surge has changed. So I am confident that there will be some development over on the west side of the river. I'm not a, I, I want there to be development on the east side. I want there to be development completed that we've signed contracts on with Jack DeBoer in Waterwalk, with Jordan Corbett around the ball stadium, and with Laham Jones, Wells, and Burke on the west side. And that's what bothers me is we sign these contracts and nothing happens. 
Okay, here's my question. So we have Interest Bank Arena, which I think a lot of people are finding great use for, except now that it's been even a little outdated after just a little more than a decade. We're not getting the major arena acts outside of some some country performers. A lot of those people aren't coming here. We know we wouldn't have affiliated baseball without a new stadium. So when do you know just for any general building in, in or around Wichita that it's time for an upgrade? What, what criteria would a building have to meet for you to say, okay, we have to do something different here? I would think the most important thing that's missing from the recent development deals that the city has done is a lack of voter voice and no vote. The ball stadium was built at the cost of $75 million and we never had a vote on it. And then Jordan Corbett's took over after Lou passed away. Prices skyrocketed in the ball stadium, and it's currently losing money. So I think the main problem I see is that we're not making smart deals when we sign these contracts. In fact, I filed a complaint with the district attorney's office to get that 8% development fee refunded that they charged last year on top of the 7.5 sales tax and the 2% CID that caused attendance at that new ball stadium to fall off. Was that smart? I feel like Jordan Corbett's got off on the wrong foot when he jacked up prices well, and he's, charged he's no longer uh, he's no longer associated with the with the uh, wind surge. So but he still owns I do the feel- land was sold for a dollar an acre right around the ball stadium where he was going to build a hotel and an office space. And we sweetened the pot with $4 million for a sky bridge. And what has he done since we offered to give him extra money? Nothing. Nothing's been done. Well, I, as I said, I feel confident that there will be some movement over on the west bank of the Arkansas I River. I hope so. I think, I hope so. I think we're in a more stable environment with the ownership of the wind I, surge. Uh, but I do think uh, we need to do something on the east bank. And I don't think I've gotten you to quite agree with that. I think we need a vote. That's what I said. What's been lacking in all of these development deals and what appalls me the most and why I'm running is we have no voice. We have no vote. And if we put this Let's on vote. the August We voted for the arena. Order, what's that? Sorry. I'm ready to vote. Let's vote. Let's vote on East Bank I've development. Asked uh, I've asked city council to put it on the ballot. That's what our petition was all about. The 17,265 signatures was to ask the city to put it to a vote to the Wichita voters. And instead, the city turned around and sued us for filing a petition. Again, there's something going on with the city that I don't think is quite square with the voters. And I don't think that's fair. I think voters should decide and voters should vote. And I think when Jordan Corbett doesn't build the office and hotel that we sold to him for a dollar an acre, we should hold him accountable. Celeste, we appreciate your time. We've got to run, but we appreciate having you on. Best of luck in your campaign. Yep, thanks so much. Bye. All right. Celeste Reset. Uh, Running for mayor. There you you go. Huh? Could you tell? I mean, you know, she's got her ideas. Everybody has their ideas. Uh, she didn't really address uh, the East Bank and what needs to happen over there. I don't personally see Century 2 uh, renovation or reimagination or whatever you want to call it. I don't see that as a 
tremendously viable option, but I'm just one voice. Hey, but she's running. I respect that. She's trying to get she her make running. her voice heard. So I good I mean, for her. Yeah. Here is Mike Church, our guest for five questions. Let's hear the intro and then we'll get to Mike. There it is. That uh, that's big. Mike, welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, we're happy to have you along. Certainly, the athletic director at Wichita Heights, a uh, fantastic wrestling coach, and a guy who has uh, battled cancer uh, over the past uh, how long? My eighteen months or so. Yeah, on July first, it'll be eighteen months. Wow. Uh, so yes. before we get started with five questions, just tell us about. I mean, I know there's a lot to say, and you can't do it in just a yeah. snippet or two, but how's that going? It's actually going really, really well. Um, all my scans have been clean. I was, you know, on February 1st of 21, I was given six months to live. I was diagnosed with glioblastoma brain cancer. Um, on July 1st, will be six, 18 months, um, and there's no cancer in my brain, and I just truly believe that God healed me, and he gets all the glory for it, so that's that's the update on it. Like, there's no cancer there. Well, that's that's uh, great news, and, and uh, we're so happy to hear that. So, Jeff, you get the first question uh, officially for Mike. Yeah, we're all definitely hoping that that uh, good news continues, Mike. We're very happy that that's the case. But let's talk about, about height sports, uh, a lot of tradition there. What do you enjoy about uh, being at the head of that athletic department that does have a whole lot of prestige around town? I, re I really enjoy, we have some really, really, really great kids. And my coaching staff is really amazing, and I love working with them. So including Joe Auer, Dominic Dingle, um, now they're bringing back Kit Pauline to be the girls' basketball coach, um, Gary Thomas and the volleyball coach. I've just got to, I, I just get blessed to go to work every day and have fun with my friends and awesome kids. So that's the, my favorite part about the whole thing. Wait, Kip Pulliam's back as the no, girls' basketball? No, Kip Pulliam is. <laughs> Kip Pulliam. Kip is back as a, how, do you, how do you say yeah, his was, name, Mike? Pulliam. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, dude. So Jason Duda. So yeah, it's it's good to have him back. So. Jason Duda's with us today, and we know what question he's going to ask, and you'll love it. All right, Mike. <laughs> it's Friday night. You're kind of hungry. Your favorite place to go in the city, and what do you order? Uh, that's pretty easy nowadays because I'm on a very, very strict diet where I cut out basically all sugar, refined foods, uh, gluten, and dairy. So I go to Medi's. That's my favorite place to go to. I, I And I order the one of the shawarmas, usually the chick or the beef shawarma, and excited hummus, and gluten-free wraps and gluten-free chips. So, yeah. So the banging, the banging beef at Medi's? I love the banging beef and I and the chicken one also. It's really super good too. I did the lamb one time and I really liked the lamb, but I wouldn't order it every single time. But so Medi's is my favorite restaurant no, but in it, the city for sure. I would I would agree it's a good little change up, but it's not something you'd have all the time. I I can do that. Medi's is literally I can walk I to Medi's from my place. I call it my cheat meal. Which I cheat probably once a week. <laughs> there you go. So. <laughs> Got to. Got to. Uh, yeah, Mike absolutely. Church, our guest for five questions, the athletic director at Wichita Heights. So uh, League 42 has a new building. It's called the Leslie Rudd Learning Center, and we're going to utilize it in a lot of different ways. And uh, I'm mm -hmm. really looking forward to uh, to that. And one of the ways I want to utilize it, Mike, and I want to know if you think this is a good idea. 
I want to have a city league public school summit athletically uh, at our building Mm -hmm. where we get the athletic directors together, any coach who wants to attend, and we talk about uh, city league athletics and how we can uh, or how you can uh, try to get it back to uh, at a, a high level. And I'm not saying sure. that everybody's uh, that 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 we're not at a high level now, although we're not at the high level uh, city league sports used to be. Do you think people Correct. would attend that? Do you think that's a good idea? I actually think it's a great idea because it's a discussion that needs to take place because if not, we're going to fall farther and farther behind. Um, right now, I mean – I don't mean disrespect to any of the schools, but right now there seems to be four or five schools that are making things happen, and the other schools are just struggling to get by. And and uh, we need more schools involved, and we need better interleague competition. And uh, we we don't need running clocks at basketball games or uh, running clocks in football games. We need to find a way to make everybody competitive again. So yeah, I 100% would agree with that. And League 42 is one of the good uh, situations that's going to help baseball in our league especially like once those kids start getting into high school i'm really looking forward to seeing baseball turn around utilizing the league 42 type teams and not that the club teams and stuff like that 316s and etc aren't doing a good thing but some people just can't afford that model and so league 42 is offering them the opportunity to get reps before high school because you know in that sport there's if you if you're you don't start before high school you're probably not going to make it so yeah i'm that would be a, definitely a great conversation to have in your building. Well, I'm going to set that up for later in the summer. Uh, so we're running a little uh, short on time. Uh, do you have a question that, that pops into your head about something you'd like to ask us collectively? Um, you know. So that was my bad. I forgot to tell Mike that uh, yeah, the guests ask us. That's usually a part of our five questions. Yeah, I didn't know that till like a minute ago. But I, that was I my bad, Mike. Top. What's your favorite Riverfest food? Well, I haven't been to the Riverfest in a while, but they got they got a lot of good foods. Um, I would I would have to say uh, they have a they used to have a hot link down there that was unbelievably good, but I don't do hot links anymore. They don't sit well with me. <laughs> So I'd probably sure. go the typical uh, the typical funnel cake. What about you, yeah, dudes? Okay. Oh, the corn on the cob. Ah, oh, love it. It's easy. That's the easiest question. I, I thank you, Mike, for making this simple for me because the corn on the cob is fantastic. Yeah. This is probably a corn dog for too? me. Sure. Corn, yeah, the corn dog was my favorite when I used to eat that. The corn dog was where I always went for it. So yeah, I agree. Corn dog, so. pretty good. Hard to argue with the corn dog, uh, and dude yeah. is mount, he's salivating now. This segment always gets to him. Uh, Got to go get some gotcha. corn on the cob. Got to go to Medi's after. I gotta, I'll be busy for the next two hours, boys. <laughs> hey, My Mike, what's question. really good? Okay, go for it. I'm gonna sneak it in. How is WSU gonna figure out the NIL process? Yeah, we how don't is, have time for that. How is anyone going to figure out the NIL process? It's a, it will change dramatically in the course of the next several months, in my opinion. It will, for sure. For sure. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mike, it's always no. uh, good to talk with you. And, and, and if you, with your help, I'd like to set something up for later in the summer uh, to talk about yeah. City League Athletics. 
Gotcha. Sounds great. Looking forward All to right, it. All right. We'll be in touch. Thank you, Mike. I mean, thank you for the time. Thank you. You bet. Thanks. Mike Church, Athletic Director, Wichita Heights High School. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.